Hey, this is Thomas Q. Jones, as you can see, and I'm on the Renegade Millionaire Show. What's up, y'all? This is Chitty Bang, and I'm on the Renegade Millionaire Show, the podcast that profiles entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs. Join us as we go one-on-one inside the hearts and minds of some of our generation's best and brightest. And now, introducing your host, my friend, Sun Group Wealth Partners Managing Director, CNBC and Forbes.com contributor, Winnie Sun. So welcome, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Renegade Millionaire Show. Uh, we are in beautiful Venice Beach, Southern California at TuneIn Studios. I am Winnie Sun, your host for, as you know, for the Renegade Millionaire Show. You can follow me. I'm really active on Twitter, Sun Group WP, but you know me as your financial advisor, managing director of Sun Group Wealth Partners. I, was, I just came back from New York last week. I hope you caught me. I was on Fox Business with Maria. It was so much fun. Thanks for having me again, Maria. Love being on your show. Um, with that, did you know, I'm going to read a little factoid, so I apologize for reading this, but after um, they, they make touchdowns, a lot of football players turn into acting to make things, make things even more interesting. And so my guest is the very handsome, very astute Thomas Q. Jones. Woohoo! Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It is a true pleasure to have you here. Thank you. I read your bio, and I was so enthused to be able to do this uh, interview with you wow. because you are a man of a lot of talents. Well, um, I guess because I, I come from a very, very small town, and um, all I have in that coming from that town is my ambitions and dreams. And I think I never really grew up. I think I'm still kind of the same kid inside that I was. So I continue to chase different, uh, different ventures, different, um, accomplishments. You know, I try to, I, I'm just trying to live my life to the fullest. I think I'm just very fortunate to have gotten out of my town and I'm able to do a lot of things that I dream of doing. But your town is what's so beautiful about the story too. And it's something very special. So let's talk about where you grew up in Virginia. I grew up in a small town called Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Matter of fact, they're doing a movie right now. Mm -hmm. It's uh, uh, with uh, Ashley Judd, Whoopi Goldberg, Patrick Wilson. They shot it in my town. So wow. I, was, I just saw it today. Uh, someone was on a Today Show promoting it. So I think it's going to be a pretty pretty big movie. And it's about my town, which is like 5,000 people. Uh, it's a coal mining town. It's in southwestern Virginia. Um, very, very um, kind of like uh, Andy Griffith, kind of. You know, it's small. <laughs> but but there's, you know, there's a lot of really good people there. Um it's, it's a hard-working town, right? Hard-working town, beautiful, beautiful landscape, um, great people. I mean, I was so fortunate to grow up in a place like that because I never really lost my sense of humility despite the things that I, that I was able to accomplish. So I said earlier, I think I'm still the same kid from there. I don't think I'll ever change, and I think that's why I, I, I hope I continue to be successful. But coming from my town, um, my mother was a coal miner. My father was a coal miner. I have five sisters and a brother. Wow. Um, my mother worked in the coal mines for 19 years underground. And my wow. father worked one year uh, before he was laid off and, and couldn't get back in. And um, I was able to go from my town and I stayed at home. I went to the University of Virginia, played there for four years. I graduated in three years and uh, finished my fourth year in, uh, in an education program for, to, get, to get my master's. Um, I was drafted by the uh, Arizona Cardinals. I was the seventh pick overall in, in the NFL draft in 2000. 
played in Arizona for three years. I was traded to Tampa Bay, played there for one year. Uh, then I signed with the Chicago Bears, played there for three. In my last year, we played in uh, Super Bowl Forty One against the Colts. Um, about a month after the Super Bowl, I was traded to New York, New, the New York Jets. Played in New York for three years. I was released, and I signed a two-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs. Played there for two years and retired, and then ever since then, everything's kind of just been like a roller coaster. So Yeah, I mean, you're doing some great things. I mean, post-football, can you share some of the things that you're doing right now? It's incredible. Yeah, I, I when I retired... For about the first eight to nine months, I, I was kind of lost. I didn't really know um, what to do. I, I've, I've always been a creative person and been interested in, in entertainment, but um, football takes up so much of your mental space and mm -hmm. so much of your time that you don't really have a chance to pursue anything. Right. So for the first time in my life, I had a free time. It was kind of like, whoa, what do I do with myself? So the first eight to nine months were really, really tough for me because uh, I'm used to being busy all day, and I had to now I had to start over and find new things to be busy with. Um, I started a production company, a music um, label in 2008. Okay. Um, and when I retired, I decided to, um, I, I played 12 years in the NFL. I went through a, a lot of experiences. So I decided to put a documentary together to um, to explain a lot of the issues that I went through. Uh, and and it, was, it was really meant to help the younger players to avoid some of the things that I was able to avoid and um, and so then that a guide for younger players. That's great. Yes, that's to give back. Yes, mm -hmm. that's what I wanted to do. I made it through 12 years in the NFL pretty much unscathed. And I wanted to help a lot of the younger players because I think being a veteran guy and a veteran player that's played on five different teams and was traded twice and had an early tough career and then ended up playing in the Super Bowl and then playing the being a Pro Bowl player. All those experiences I wanted to pass down. So that led me to starting a, um, a production company, a film company, okay, uh, which is called Independently Entertainment Films. Where is that and located? It's actually in Miami. Okay, um, that's that's where I'm based. So okay. uh, I'm, I'm I'm here in in um, in LA and in Miami. So I'm back and forth. But yeah, thank you for joining us. I'm so <laughs> excited that we could do this. Yeah, but but I decided to do that, and that led me into what I'm currently doing right now. One of the things I'm currently doing is, which is acting. I brought in a, a, a project with um, an actor named Clifton Powell, and I started working on that project and producing it. And then I started acting in it, and I actually played a role. I played the Clifton Powell's nephew, and I kind of got the acting bug. And he encouraged me to uh, to to pursue it. He thought I had a chance. I uh, started to uh, take some acting classes, and I found a really really good manager. And I uh, was cast for a couple of projects early. I wasn't really taking it too serious because I still had my label, not my artist. But I was cast for this show, um, Shameless, on Showtime. Uh, this show called Comedy Bang Bang on IFC Network. which was a pretty funny show. And then I was cast for the show on BET called Being Mary Jane. And once I was cast for that show, that was when it was the light bulb came on. Like, hey, you know. Um, you could really do this. Yeah, you have a shot, you know. But you have to move to L.A. And you have to be in L.A. more because I'm an East Coast guy. I'm from Virginia. But I had to make that move. And um, mm -hmm. since then, things are just kind of You just have to do off. it. Yeah. I mean, when you walk through the door, I was telling you the same thing. I'm like, okay, for sure. You know, not only are you really smart a football player but you've got the look you look <laughs> like an actor and look at look at these look at these guns <laughs> okay thank goodness this is a video right <laughs> look at these guns i was saying like oh my goodness you know you he's like oh no i don't really tell he says he doesn't really work out no no i, I mean when i played football i was a lot bigger <laughs> i had to be a lot bigger to, to protect myself right. but as an as an actor 
that that's not as good sometimes because you know as soon as you walk in a room for an audition they automatically see you as a certain type of character and i i, I like to play a lot of different characters i'm um i, I was never i was kind of like the anti-athlete i guess i, I was very very low-key when i played i didn't you're very really, intellectual um well you know I, I think you know life is uh it's um sports are a great part of life you know sports changed my life for the better better without a football scholarship i wouldn't have had the finances to go to uva and and then I wouldn't have been able to graduate from there and meet all the people I met. I mean, I think life is way bigger than sports. Um, there's so many interesting things that are going on in the world. And um, sometimes because sports is so big, especially football in America, is so big, you kind of get caught up and lost in that world. But um, there are a lot of other things out there besides sports. And, and I was always interested. And now that I don't play, I have the chance to, you know, search and find all that information and look for those things, which is which has been great for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It just shows you you're still so young coming out of sports. There's the whole world in front of you. I mean, might be something you can share with us too, because we had talked about this right when you walked in the studio. Um, we had mentioned not only are you a great athlete and you have been a great athlete, but you really believe in giving back. You touched about that earlier, but there's more to that story. Um, we read about we talked really briefly about head trauma, about sports. Sports injuries, because when we look at you and you walk in, you look like an actor. You look like the perfect model of athlete that was successful, that's still really healthy, and got everything going on. But there's things that 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 are going on that we can't see. Yes, definitely. Um, we we um, we're trained warriors. We're trained to play hurt. We're trained to ignore pain. We're trained to get the job done, regardless. Um, that's all that matters. Is getting the job done no matter what you'll deal with the the pain the injuries you'll deal with that later um it's all about winning so and especially in the nfl it's all about winning if you lose a game people get fired people's lives change kids have to change schools people have to move i mean wow. huge huge stakes lots so, of responsibility lots of responsibility so for me i played 12 years at running back any any position in the nfl is is a dangerous position mm -hmm. it's a it's a gladiator sport there's so many negative things that can happen to you but psychologically and i majored in psych psychology at virginia everything has some sort of psychological component to it and, and in the nfl we're trained warriors we're trained to be hurt um the one thing that i had to adjust to when i was when i first retired was not being hurt or not getting in a shower and having something bleeding or something scratched wow. or cut it was it just it was just because oh, i was so used to being hurt that you mm -hmm. just you just expect you expect it um yeah, for me personally, I have a lot of physical issues. Um, I broke my ribs three times, and so I have shortness of breath. Um, but I have to see a chiropractor constantly, or my, I breathe shallow. Um, I hyperextended my left big toe, so um, sometimes I walk on my left heel. Wow. Um, uh, there's a lot of scar tissue in there. My left knee um, is is uh, I had a, 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 a tore my uh, meniscus. And I had a slightly a slight tear in my LCL on my right knee. Um, I mean, there's so many different things. I mean, one time I was tackled and my rib cage was twisted, um, so it, I was breathing sideways. I can't really yeah, explain you, it. You don't even think it, about um, things like that, you know? Yeah, there's so many things that happen to us that, and all I could think about was fix me so I can get back in. Fix me so I can get back in because I don't want the guy behind me to get the touchdown. I don't want the guy behind me to take my job. That's all you're thinking about. So now that I'm retired and I've been out of the NFL for three years, all those things now, when I look at the games, which I don't really watch the NFL that much anymore, mm -hmm. but when I watch these guys and I see these guys, 
And I understand it comes with the game. We we signed up for this, but we're still human beings. You know, football is we're not meant to play football. You know, we created this game. Our right. our bodies aren't meant to run into a wall, a brick wall every day, which is right. which is what we do. Um, psychologically, um, the one thing I really like about acting is that I'm able to take all this information from the scripts and memorize my lines and I'm really able to think because when you play in the NFL, your instincts are on high alert. It's almost like driving a Lamborghini at full speed, full speed for however long you played and then putting it in a garage and then you don't start it up again. That's a great analogy. That's what happens to a lot of guys' brains, I think. And, um, your instincts are at an all time high all the time because if you're not alert, you could get either knocked out. It's go or stop. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and the the consequences of you not being alert could be you getting paralyzed or you yeah. breaking your leg. Like the, the stakes are really, really high in football. Um, but that's why I like acting because I'm able to really think. It's, 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 it's very cerebral. You have to take yourself to different places emotionally, psychologically. You and have to be I, vulnerable too. Yeah, you have to be vulnerable, which right? is, is great for me because when I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a different person now, uh-huh. but I would say that I've evolved. Um, I'm extremely different as far as just emotionally when you when you play football you have raw emotions i uh, i mean when i played up I, I played very angry i i, I played very angry i, I loved I, I got i got addicted to the uh the violence of the game the 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 brutality of the game the fact that i could just be this primal animal and like it's okay it's okay and you when you get used to and when you start to like hurting people um, it's kind of hard to turn that off. Right. Um, but acting has helped me because you, you can't be that person because that's not, that's, that's not normal. Mm-hmm. You can't be that person to be a good actor because the the viewers, they won't connect with your character because they won't understand it. Everything you do, that's they'll think crazy. you're crazy. And it's, what's amazing. It's almost like for you, acting has almost become like therapy. It has, huh. it has to, to be able to, to be able to say, you know what, this hurt me or this what you did affected me. Right. Because as a football player, you can never show weakness. You can never be the weakest link. You can never show vulnerability. If, if, I'm, on, if I'm a running back and I see that a safety doesn't want to tackle me and he showed me that vulnerability, then the next time I have the ball, I'm going to try to run him over. Or the next time I'm going to do as much as I can now because you showed me a, lot, a sign of weakness. Right. That one sign of weakness let me know, okay, I'm going to come at you now. I'm not going to try to make you miss. I'm not going to try to avoid you. I'm going to run over you every time because I know you're going to get out of the way. Right, right. Um, so when that's your, your 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 mindset for so many years of your life, I mean, you can't you can't just change that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're talking about high school, right. college. I played four years of high school. It doesn't start in the NFL. It starts when, when you start little, playing. Yeah. That psychology is, is that's what's taught to you. So yeah, it has been therapy to be in a class with people who are open about their lives and their issues and me being able to use some of the bad things and tragedies in my life and take some of those situations and add the emotional connection to my character to make it more real. It is, it is therapy. I've never experienced anything like that before. And what an advantage too, to have that background, those emotions. And, and I'm sure there's like inner struggle, but I think it would make you a much more dynamic and interesting character to watch on, on the screen. Yeah, it it does. People believe your character. They believe, you're more natural that way. Um, I mean, I've I've worked out of some great studios since I really started to take it seriously. I've uh, I've worked out of uh, Ivana Chubbuck Studio, who's uh, with Franz Turner, who's a great coach. I've worked uh, with Jamie Rudofsky. Um, I'm currently in Scott's Adidas Studio, who's a great coach. I mean, I'm and I'm getting it's 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 amazing that you get different people's perspectives on different techniques, and you're able to add all of those techniques in your toolbox 
And, you know, it's it's really been a great way for me to transition. I'm a busybody. I've always been busy. I've always been the kind of kid. When You're I was a, a worker. Kid, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I ate my food fast. I walked fast. You're a machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was that kid. And now I, I, I have the time and the space to learn. I'm learning so much at a, at a fast pace, which is, which is good. Wait, I want to, I want to hear this because going from football sports, you said, you know, going fast and stopping and then going to acting, which is so much a, a feel and it's a science for sure, but there's a lot of art to it. It must've been tough in the beginning. Can you talk about some of the struggles of going to acting? You've must've at some point thought, I don't know if this is for me. Yeah, it was, it was tough at first because <laughs> you're going from uh, crowds of ah to like okay you're doing that wrong yes right and then who's telling you i'm mm-hmm. used to a coach that's my size my height maybe bigger than me saying you know what are you doing but they don't say what are you doing they have a different way of saying it to a director who's might be five three hundred pounds <laughs> yeah saying you know what, what are you doing in the same way? <laughs> it was it was super tough. And as a football player, you know we we wear helmets. We're like superheroes in a way. We you we, are. we have we we do You're our built work. like a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we do our work with uniforms on. So people when they when they see us, they they don't they don't really know us. They just they just can't believe that. Like see people who have seen me before and when I played in the NFL and even now and they're like, oh my god. It's, it's, you Thomas Jones, you know, because they know me as number 20 with Jones on the back of my jersey because I do my work with my helmet on. Right. But as an actor, people, they think they know you personally. You know, I've had people <laughs> come up to me and say, you know, um, on, on being Mary Jane, um, you know, Mary Jane, she should be with you. She should be with your character. <laughs> and it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a crazy transition because, you know, I've had some pretty intimate scenes on there. So to go from being fully clothed to not having any clothes, like it, it was, it was an, it was so strange. I've never really, had, never really experienced <laughs> that. Sounds funny like coming that. from you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was strange. Like I mean, you're exposed in front of the world, and and, and football is totally different. Also, um, my levels, it, um, I had to really work on my levels as an actor because if I had a scene, uh, I did a scene. My first scene that I did in class was uh, uh, from the movie Closer, and uh, I was Clive Owen. And it was one of the intense scenes where I had to be angry. So you you had trouble with anger. Well, my anger in football is okay. Um, but but my anger as an actor is not okay because the football environment on the field in the locker room it's there are no boundaries, no limits to. The more angry you are, the more energetic you are, the more aggressive you are, the better. The, the more you're going to be respected, the more you're going to be feared. So anytime that you're told to be angry, like, and I was a captain of the team, so I, I was the guy that had to get the team excited to play, get the team ready to play. So I had to take myself emotionally to a totally different dimension to get these. I mean, I'm, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not big in the NFL. You're talking about six, seven, six, eight guys, 340 pounds, 330 pound guys that I have to make them listen to me. <laughs> so how I can't make them listen to me if I'm if they're not at least in some way intimidated in right. some capacity. So right. to to go from that world and be comfortable and then go to wow. acting where I have to be yelling at my girlfriend in the scene, I can't <laughs> be like, "Ah, you know." And so I had to tone it I had to come down, come down. That's and that's where the therapy came in because it was like 
this isn't normal. You know, when you this play football. This is how humans, you, how humans show anger. Yes, yes. This is how humans <laughs> show anger. You gotta get the animalistic down a little bit. Yes, yes, yes. Because everybody around me was is like me. They're like, you crazy. That's how it was the first day. We're like, is he awake? And then we all Are my you coach on something? Like, <laughs> yeah, my coach is like, you know, you, you, you need to, why are you so angry? And I'm like, well, he says angry <laughs> in the script. He's like, I'm like, he says angry in the script. He's like, well, angry, you know, and then after class and while I worked, he worked with me. It was like, you're, you're, if you're angry, if it says angry, you should be frustrated. Your frust your your frustration is good enough to be your anger. Okay. Um, and then if you if it's frustrated, your irritation is good enough to be your frustration. You know, and, and it was levels to come down. Right. And if you're not in that space, if you're not in that environment, in that world, it's very very hard for you to understand. It's not an anger problem. It's just that my anger versus another person's anger is on a different was on a different level. Um. So yeah, those are a lot of things that I had to work on. Obviously, getting in front of people and. You know, um, not wanting, we're not in close quarters with the fans, okay? When we play football, it's just us on that field. As an actor, you're working with someone that you don't necessarily know. You have to open yourself up completely to make the scene the best scene possible, and you have to loosen up. And <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was you tough. You have to smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, it was tough. It was tough. But I'm, but I look back now. I was just thinking the other day. I was like, wow, for me to be able to become a legitimate actor and and to be respected the one thing about coming from sports and being an actor is that a lot of people think you're trying to act so unfortunately they'll watch to see if you're good as opposed to watching to see what the storyline is to believe the story right and i've been fortunate enough to where people are watching and they they're they're believing yeah they're respecting my ability and that's just that's a testament to the work i put in because you know i have a lot of uh, pride and I and I want to be good. I don't just want to be an actor. I want to be a good actor. I want to be a respected actor, not just by fans, but by other actors as well. So that's a Type A personality in you for sure. <laughs> well, we gotta talk about that. I mean, your voice too. Can you sing? Because you sound like you can sing. <laughs> uh, in the shower, <laughs> I can sing in the shower. I say, I think I sound like Tyrese in the shower. <laughs> you sound really good <laughs> on the radio. I don't know. I mean, I think you should try. Just just a thought. Oh, you know what? I I love. Um, I love to you know goof around and and um, and I love all kinds of music. I have a label. I grew up in the country, so I listen. I grew up listening to country music and and R and B music. Uh, I listen to all genres of music. I think music is a universal language. That's that's why I got involved in the music industry. And um, what artists do you have working with you? Um, I have an artist right now. I've worked with different artists. I've worked with singers. I've worked with hip hop artists. Um, I have an artist right now. His name's Marty Grime, and uh, he's from Virginia. He's um he has uh super talented kid he, he's a he's a rapper he writes uh he produces as well um i'm working with him right now on his project he's got a, a, a song called the fix that's out right now um it's it's just viral um but these this kid is he's i think he's kind of like he's kind of a mixture of like a uh drake um and a kanye he's kind of has that oh, mixture yeah he's a he's a very creative artist and actually i i developed a technology company with this kid and uh, I developed the technology company with the kid before I even knew he was an artist. Really? Didn't even know he was an artist. I worked with him for probably about two months before I even knew he was an artist. I had no clue. So what's his technology company? Uh, it's called Castar Applications. And Castar, okay. Ca Castar, C-A-S-T-A-R. Okay. And it's a our first app. I mean, we do everything from websites to 3D printing um, to mobile apps. And our first uh, app that's on the market, it's available right now. It's free. It's on uh 
uh, iPhone. You can get it at the uh, App Store. What's it uh, called? It's uh, it's called it's uh, called Caststar, and okay. it's a social networking platform that allows you to actually network. Um, I think the next wave in technology. Now we came up with this idea last April on my couch. Oh wow! Just randomly, and, and it's the, already live. That's good. That's quick. Yeah, quick. And but it, it was it was another thing. You know what sparked me was uh, the social network movie. Oh, I, really? I never saw the social network movie. Everyone was like, "You have to see this movie." I've seen this movie. Yeah. Because like, oh, I hated social media when I played. Oh yeah. I wasn't on Twitter and all of that because I just you know I did not want to hear what fans had to say. Now, I didn't, now you know, how do you feel about it though? Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> when, I, I, I once you get the bug. Yeah, you and y'all can see it's great. It's it's great because you know you get to really network, get a chance to meet pe- different people, get to be entertained. Um, but that's the thing. I think most social networking platforms are i mean you can pretty much do whatever you want to do you know on instagram you can look at pictures you can see a funny video you can post something however you're feeling or whatever twitter is mainly news um facebook is kind of a mixture of everything um but what we want to do is we want to create to create a platform where people could actually network um creatives especially like me like joel like fashion designers like uh, makeup artists dancers actors directors photographers anyone that's in a creative space that wants to be seen that wants to network with people that are like them that will have a chance to earn money mm-hmm. um so that's that's how the uh the app came up and um i was moving to la to get cast for uh projects and he was he makes clothes too so he was looking for a job he ended up getting a job at diesel so that's how we came up with the app it's two-sided one side's for the casters okay. which is the people who are looking to promote an event, a gig, a job, a party, whatever they want to, pr- to promote. Okay. And then the other side is for the cast, the people who are looking for those opportunities. Gotcha. Um, so we're kind of like the broker. Oh, um, to get them, get the, all the parties together. To connect. Yeah, we mm-hmm. want you guys to connect, network. Then from there, you guys figure it out. Because there's a lot of opportunities out here in the world and people just don't have them. I mean, there's people in so many so many cities in, in, in the world, especially like where we're from. I'm from a small town. Joel, uh, his name's Joel Robinson, but his artist name is Marty Graham. He's from Waynesboro, Virginia, which is, these are small towns, but there's some super talented people in these places and they just, they can't be seen and they don't have the money to necessarily fly to LA or Chicago or right, Miami right. or New York. But they can do those through the app. They through can connect this way yes. and then build opportunity and uh-huh. then make decisions on whether or not they want to travel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, because the opportunities will be there because people need these jobs filled and people need these jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go to Caster, you know, okay, I'm going here because I'm looking for an opportunity for me to be seen. I'm looking for an opportunity to earn money and network with people who are like me. And there's a people there that want to meet people like them. So. Yes, it's a win-win. Win-win. I think that we think that's the next phase in, in social media, as well as helping the artists become their own merchant, become their own, become an entrepreneur themselves. Right. Because really now artists don't make so much money on the, the releasing the EP, but more on everything else that comes from behind, right? Yes. And you're seeing a lot more um, social media celebrities mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, but there isn't a platform for those people to all, you know, come together and put their own projects together like i i have a two independent scripts uh, movie scripts that i've that i've writ- written and those projects are they need to be cast i might not have access to have to get angelina jolie but the next angelina jolie may have her act her reel on caster right. because as a cast member you get um on your portfolio on your profile on my portfolio you get six pictures um, endless information about yourself, your experience, and you get a video of up to six minutes, full screen video. So it can be your acting reel. Wow, it can that's be great. 
So if someone sees it and they like, you can actually submit to a gig right there on your social timeline. If that person that uploaded the gig likes you, then they can follow you and then message you, and then you then it then send goes the from there. Then connection just like that. Just like that. Very very cool and mm -hmm. very efficient. I love yeah. that. Okay, you're full on Brainiac too. So. Very, very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the website is castarapp.com, C-A-S-T-A-R app.com. It's available uh, on iOS now? It's available on iOS, on iPhone, Android, and Windows. Oh, so right. So we, we just across the board. And it's free. Free. To download. Free. Free download to earn money. That's yeah. what we want. Uh, so That's not so bad. No, it's not. Um, Joel Robinson's another one of my partners, Scott Powell. He's from Virginia, too. Um, it's our, uh, we've created this platform that we think is going to help a lot of people. You know, that's the thing. You have to help people. Yeah. You have to help people in, in order for you to be successful. You have to help people in some capacity. Uh, it's just, it's inevitable. So I hope, hopefully we'll help a billion people. Yeah. The more you give, the more you come back. <laughs> yes. The more you receive in one shape or another. Exactly. Right? So to share with us what's next on the horizon for you and how, most important, what's next for you? And I want to make sure we find out how we can continue to, to watch your growth. Um, well, Being Mary Jane is, uh, is uh, the BET show comes out in uh, a few weeks. Okay. So... Um, I would tell people to check that out. Check the season out. I think it's going to be a really good season. Yeah, everybody's uh, got to tune in. <laughs> yeah, you have to tune in. Yeah, I think the the premiere is October 20th. Okay. Um, That's like in two weeks. Like two weeks. Okay. Um, I was cast for a project. Uh, it's a pretty big project, but I, I can't really talk about it at this point. Okay, so which, follow him on social. Yeah, yeah. And so, so he can tell you about it later on, but... For sure. Yeah, once they once they give me the green light, trust me, you'll know what it is. Um, I did a short film called Love in the Line um, with this great with um, this great director actor. His name's Jimmy Devotee. Um, that will be coming out soon. I think you know he's going to submit that to Tribeca. I'm working on a lot of different independent projects. My documentary right now. I did a joint venture with this company, Solaris Entertainment, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with the uh, Thirty for Thirties on ESPN. Yes. But they uh, they produced the Fab Five on oh, the Michigan yes. team. So the documentary, uh, which you can see the teaser, it's online. It's under the NFL, The Gift or the Curse on YouTube. Um, I did a joint venture with them, and we're in the process right now of putting it together, I think, a pretty good um, pretty good project. Pretty with the organic and, and real, right? Yeah, real, real. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've enhanced it so much on top of the things that I wanted to do. So you can be on the lookout for that. Hopefully um, we'll be able to release that um, or at least get this thing moving by – the beginning of the year 2016 and um my app you know my app you know download it it's free uh, i think you'll really enjoy it i think you'll enjoy it because there's a social aspect too you can actually see uh the same things you can see on the other platforms funny videos inspirational quotes and a lot uh, of you on there too huh <laughs> well i have well i have one page one portfolio <laughs> Uh, it, we're doing updates right now. We're integrating it with Facebook and, and all the other platforms right now. Those updates will be finished at the end of this month. Very cool. Um, and you'll be able to have unlimited pictures, um, unlimited um, information. You'll be able to add in your location, your height, weight, um, your age, uh, a search filter. So if you sign up, you can sign up in one of three different categories. So whoever searches those three categories, your portfolio will pop up. Um, yeah, I mean, we're doing a lot of different That's things. That's like really that. fun. And yeah. on top of that, you do so much charity work. I mean, I read you're you're you have so many things that you're giving back to. In fact, I even read that you're going to donate your brain for yeah. NFL research. Yes, that's that's the one thing I like to do is is to to give give back. I, I had a scholarship at the University of Virginia um, with 
30 students that went to UVA wow. on my scholarship. And that was pretty incredible. I, I, I was never able to to give the scholarships out because I, it was always in the fall. Mm -hmm. But my mother and father would go. There were two scholarships a year. And my mother and father would go to the um, to the different schools in my area of Virginia. Because my area is so small that it kind of gets overlooked. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to make sure people from the five counties in my part of Virginia had a chance to go to UVA and experience the same thing I experienced. So my three younger sisters, they went there on my scholarship, graduated. Aww. Um, and that was that was really good. I didn't get a chance to go back until after I went, I went to three graduations while I was in the NFL. But I went back and saw my little sister graduate in 2011. And one of the fathers of the uh, one of the students that graduated came up to me and um, he tapped me and was like, are you Thomas Jones? And I said, yeah, yes. And he started like tearing up. And Aww. I was like, man, this guy must be a huge football fan or something. And he's like, you know, your scholarship, if without your scholarship, my daughter wouldn't have been able to go to UVA. So that's the first time. And I started the scholarship in like 05. Wow. So that was the first time I really had a chance to. That's when you feel good. Yeah. That's when you feel good. You almost live. That's the moment that I get. Because as an advisor, when a client says, you know, I, I'm retired and comfortable because of you. It's like that same impact. You don't realize that's what, that's what creates meaning. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's all that's left um, when you're done with everything else. And I wanted to do a brain donation because um, when I started working on the documentary, the concussion thing became, um, it's always been a relevant topic, but it became more of a mainstream, trendy topic when, when Junior said I committed suicide. And mm -hmm. I played against Junior for years since I was a rookie. Mm -hmm. Great guy. I played with Javon Belcher in, in Kansas City. I've played against a lot of guys. There's a lot of guys right now that are struggling. Tony said a lot of guys are struggling. They Some of these guys don't even remember how to get back to their, their houses. I mean, they're 40 years old. It's, um, these people... They're struggling. Their families are struggling. And a lot of people say, well, you know, they know that's part of the game. Well, you know, it is part of the game as far as concussions, but we're still human beings. And without football, people would literally lose their minds in America. My last year when we were, they were, we were almost about to strike, people were like going crazy. No football, no football, no football. America mm -hmm. would be... I don't know. It, Football it, it, and America <laughs> go hand in hand. Go, they go hand in hand because people get a chance to live out their 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 primal instincts through us. Mm -hmm. So funny now. I'll go and watch. If I do watch a game, I might sit in a bar or something, and I have a hat on and whatever, and you know, and and people are just the some of the things they say and just the energy in a bar watching a game. Because I've played for so long and I'm on the field. I don't even know what, I don't care what they're doing in the bar. I don't care what they're doing in the sins. I'm so focused on my job and what I'm right. supposed to do. But sitting in a bar and hearing the fans or say, you know, why did he do that? You know, <laughs> he sucks. Get him out of there. He's terrible. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, do you have any idea how hard that is? Do you have, I mean, these guys on TV look like midgets on TV. But when you get on that, in the stadium. In the, they're in, huge. If you get on, if you were able to get on the field level, and see these these guys, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I haven't been to a game since I retired. I think it'll be pretty hard. I've only I've only touched the football twice since I retired, and that was on wow. two commercial auditions, for one for two for two uh, sports commercials, and I had to throw a football and run with it or something. <laughs> I, I I have not even been to. I I don't even know how I would. It, how I could go to a game it would it would probably probably be tough just to smell the grass and seeing the I mean I, that's something I, I gave my the majority of my life to I love love that game 
Um, but I'm starting to see it more from a fan's perspective now that I'm out and, and I hear, I'm, I have no choice but to hear everyone, these are random right, right, conversations. Right. It's everywhere. It's a different perspective. Yeah, as sure. a mom of three boys, you know, I wonder if I would let my kids play. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, uh, a lot of people ask me that. I think football teaches you all the cliches that you have to, um, to live out in life to be successful. You know, hard work, discipline, being a great teammate, mentally tough, physically tough, um, dedicated, um, have goals. All those things have helped me. I mean, football taught me all of those things, and I've and I've been able to transfer all those things into my life now. And I think that's why things are working out the way they are. But from a physical perspective, and it's different when it's your kid. It's right. some kid. That, I mean, it looks like you. It's came from you. It's like I don't know if I would want to. This kid's brain scrambled, and you know, at you know, thirty years old or forty years old, because of a because of a game. And especially now that I'm in this tech space, I'm like, hey, I'd much rather you be Mark Zuckerberg than Tom Brady any day. Yeah, so. for sure. Right? <laughs> that is for sure. Especially someone like yourself who you know, like was academically so successful, too. There's The world is at your plate, and it's amazing. It's so, so wonderful to hear how successful you have been transferring over to tech and acting. So congratulations. Thank you. Huge, huge. So how can we go ahead and follow you on social media? Do you mind sharing all your, your handles with no, us? No, no, that's fine. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at ThomasJonesRB. You can follow me on Twitter at ThomasJonesRB, and my website is ThomasJonesRB.com, and my Facebook is official Thomas Jones. So... I'm active. I'm on there all the time now. Um, we got to get connected. I will yeah, make sure to get connected. Definitely. Amazing. And I hope that all of you do as well. And huge thank you for being on the show. It's thank been a you. true pleasure. Thanks for having me. And thank all of you for joining us because without you, there wouldn't be us. So thank you once again for tuning in to the Renegade Millionaire Show. We are going on the road. So the next time you see us... Who knows where we'll be. So make sure to tune in with us. And once again, this is Winnie Sun, and we are out.